Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that mm. bit of inspiration. Uh, let's take a let's take a, a listen right now to one of Joe Bouchard's new tracks. Mm. This is called "My Way Is the Highway," mm-hmm. and it's about yeah. Joe's life in the 1970s during his first tour of California. Um, and you I know, just it, met a guy right here. He was there. <laughs> he was there, and this will convey the excitement of being on the road. We will be right back. My way is the highway. Yes, that features uh, Mickey Curry on the drums. Mickey Curry he on the drums. From Connecticut, a fantastic drummer, plays with Brian Adams. Wow! And Hall and uh, Oates. Hall and Oates and Cher else and in the world. The Colts. And well, that song was by our next guest, Joe Bouchard, and we're going to talk to him in a moment. But first, let me update you on Band Central. Yeah. Um, 
for those of you who don't know, I'm just going to take a moment. You know, Band Central is a private philanthropy whose mission is to help nonprofits in the Connecticut area maximize their special event revenue by uniting a community of nonprofits, musicians, donors, and audience members through themed music concerts. What we do is Band Central provides a grant from its donor-advised fund at the Fairfield County's Community Foundation and then works closely with nonprofits to market music-themed fundraising events, engaging their existing donors and attracting new ones. Band Central effectively accomplished this, this in a it's a collaborative approach fueled by, you know, me as the founder, my investment background in over three decades with Bridgewater Associates, my passion for music and my personal desire to do good. So I'm going to read some numbers, Steve. Uh, he, the event revenue that we generated in 2022 was $1,117,000. That was what was raised for local nonprofits. Wow. The amount of grants that came from the Band Central Fund was 95500 The contributions into the Band Central Fund in 2022 were 108600 Payments to musicians and stage crew, 46600 Wow. Very proud of that. Yeah. Uh, management and general expenses, 8,000, and the number of nonprofits served, 18, of which WPKN was one. Uh, so very proud of that. I also want to recognize the terrific team of Andy Cadison, our executive producer, Paula Murphy, our director of operations, and Audrey Neforis, our director of communications. Now, I want to come back for a minute. And uh, I want to come back for a minute and just kind of let you know, we've got 12 themed concerts set for 2023 so far to help local nonprofits. And we're very fortunate to have Joe Bouchard, our next guest, helping out with some of those. Uh, our spring tour is going to feature some amazing musicians. And I want to take a moment and read the names of these people because they mean a lot to me. Gabrielle Lakshmi. Stephanie Harrison, Joe Bouchard, Joe Levy Hepburn, John Torres, Bill Carbone, Gray Fowler, Cyrus Madden, Anthony David, Eric Kalb, Fuzz, Pat Marafioti, Barry Blumenfield, Rob Somerville, Rob Volo, Marcus Torres Jr., Mike Marble, Ronnie Sissio, Lou Bodak, Brad Helene, Brad Milov, Steve Redler, Pat Williams, John Farholak. Wow. And we're going to be performing some amazing shows. What happens is every season we feature new shows. So this season we're going to be doing the Spectrum of Rock. We're going to be doing Flower Power, songs from the Generation of Love, Funk and Soul of the 1970s, and also the To the Max reunion. And we've got a, an amazing group of nonprofits that we're going to be doing these shows for. So we, we stand ready to help local nonprofits and musicians thrive, thrive. Here are the upcoming dates. March 22nd for the Kennedy Center Autism Project, the Spectrum of Rock Show at Park City Music Hall. March 23rd for the Center of Family Justice, the Flower Power Show at FTC Stage 1. March 25th, Saturday night for Sterling House Community Center, Funk and Soul. At Two Roads Brewery, 
on April 20th, that day when everybody's going to be lighting up for Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, Funk and Soul of the 1970s at Park City Music Hall. And on May 17th at Fairfield Theater Stage 1, the To The Max reunion. So you can visit experiencebandcentral.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter, our tour dates, and follow us on Facebook. Also, I play bass and sing in some groups with upcoming dates. You can check that out at robfriedmusic.com. So joining us now is Joe Bouchard and Joan Levy Hepburn. Yay! Whoa, nice chord. Um, Joe originally is from upstate New York. He got his bachelor's degree in um, music education. He is a bachelor. No, I'm just kidding. And he joined Joe. Bu- he joined Blue Oyster Cult with his brother Albert, and they recorded 14 albums with Blue Oyster Cult. Now, don't fear the Reaper, which. I- Almost everyone knows has been used on many movies. Hang on, Joe. Has been used on many movies and TV shows, and it really went quantum when Saturday Night Live did their more cowbell sketch. Yes. But he retired from Blue Oyster Cult, and he's dedicated his time since that time to composing, performing, and teaching. And for the past decade, he's worked very closely with his partner, who you're going to get to meet, Joan Levy Hepburn. And we're also really delighted to have Joan with us today. Um, Welcome, Joe and Joan. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for all you do. Oh, we've done a few shows in the past, and we're excited about uh, doing these shows coming up. So... Hope everybody gets a ticket as soon as they can. Oh, thanks so much. So I want to start by just asking you, you know, you're both sitting here with guitars and you sing. Why guitars and vocals and rock and roll? Like, Joe, why are you not a cello player in some classical orchestra? Um, it's what we do. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very zen. I, I was lucky. My, my uh, uncle played jazz guitar. When I was a little little kid, I was fascinated by it, and he uh, he uh, let us play his guitars over at my cousin's house, and had a little band, and uh, been doing it ever since. The guitar is great because it's so portable. It's you know it's it's got the mojo, you yeah. know it uh, it it's it usually uh, attracts a crowd. So uh, we're going to keep doing it. Now you're not going to tell me. That you picked guitar because you would attract the pretty girls? Nah, I had plenty of girls before that. <laughs> <laughs> Joan, how about you? Why, why are you playing guitar and doing rock uh, and roll? Yeah. I started out being really interested in uh, rural, original black blues. And when I was seven, I heard the first Dave Van Ronk record. And I said, that's it. I have to play the guitar. So um, from the age of about... 10 to 21, I played by ear and just figured things out. And then when I was 21, I actually met Dave Van Ronk, and he traded paintings for guitar lessons with me. Hmm. And uh, we became friends, and uh, we were friends for 25 years until he died in 2002. So funny part of that was that... uh, when he died, I couldn't open my guitar case for seven years. Wow. I was so upset that I lost him. So, uh, And then that's about the time you met Mr. Well, Bouchard here, right? Well, I, I started playing the cello. He mentioned the cello. Okay. I thought, okay, I can't play the guitar anymore. So I got a cello and I started playing that. And then... Uh, we were doing a show 
in 2010. He, so they, they said, uh, they called me up and they said, will you be in the show and represent Dave Van Ronk music? And I immediately said yes. And I said, what, what did you say yes for? You haven't even played in seven years. <laughs> so I heard Dave's voice from above saying, you got to do it, kid. It's going to change your life. <laughs> so I started playing again. And I go down there for the sound check. And five minutes before the show starts, he pops in and says, I'm going to play Dave Van Ronk music. And I went, Oh, that's what I was supposed I, I to. I just do. randomly picked it up. You wow. know, it was a tribute to uh, Folk City. Now, did you? So you guys met backstage. You had this brief conversation. I had no idea who he was. Any, no spark. Were, were the sparks flying yet? Well, I had no idea who he was, and all of a sudden, this guy comes in. This rather late. rather handsome guy, by the well, way, because you can't I was see handsome him on back radio. Then. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little- Younger. So, so I, I said, well, I, I was going to do Vic Dave Van Ronk. What, what are you going to no, do? No, I'm doing Dave. So, so, so I, we're like competing. So he says what he's going to do. And I go, well, I wasn't going to do that. So you knock yourself so out. So we're in the green room. or And I'm right warming up on my guitar. And he shows up at the door. And he I, goes, do you play it like this? And, and I said, no. I, I said, wow, like this. that's the real thing. You really play it right. So, so then he says, well, come, come on, on out, out and play with me. So we went never out. saw this guy before, never met him, we never played him. We didn't even have a full run through of the music. It was He's, just like, and you just went out and played. Well, by the seconds. seat come of our on pants. Out and play, so know? right wow, before trust. we start, I look over at him and I say, I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, just start in. Here we go. Well, so, you know, go, going back to what I said earlier in my opening remarks about discipline, Oh. I happen to know how hard Joe oh, practices. Yeah. <laughs> Joe practices every day, and he and um, and you know whenever you're seeing a perform, it's the result of a lot of work. Mm. Uh, you know, even to present day. Hey, Joe, I wanted to ask you. You know, the yeah. track that we just heard, "My Way Is the Highway." Yes. You know, I've heard you tell tell a, give us a little color. In other words, you were a young man. I know at that time, Blue Oyster Cult was. You know, as big as bigger than Led Zeppelin, probably the biggest band uh, in the land. Well, I was I I was uh, sort of inspired by the old uh, TV series Route sixty six, where two guys in a car on the you know driving down the coast, and uh, it's funny because I was just in the waiting room and I talked to a guy. Yeah, I was there at the Long Beach Arena when you played there with Blue Oyster Cult. I says, that's exactly what this is all about. All of those shows, the festivals, the uh, stadiums. We did a whole string of uh, stadiums in in California. So that, because I was stuck home for COVID, right. that, that, the whole album, this is the first album I've written every note of music on the whole thing. And it just seemed to come to me. So, um, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, it was the it was the, the good times when you're when you're just making it up, you know, starting up the ladder, you know, and, you know, some incredible things happen. The shows are, are incredible. And, uh, you know, we did a lot here in Connecticut also, but there's just something about going out to the West Coast. And, uh, you know, it was it was just beyond belief, you know. Well, I know I was in high school at that time, a few years younger than you, and we were super inspired by Blue Oyster Cult. Um, and uh, so let, let's let, yeah, let's let's take a minute and let's fast forward to right now, present moment. And I want to ask you guys as artists. And, you know, Joe gave a hint of this when he said during COVID, I had a lot of time to reflect and write new material. But what is getting I'd like to hear each of you say, what is getting you inspired musically 
right now? It could be something you're listening mm. to, watching. What is feeding your musicality? Oh, I, um, it changes a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, you know, when I was in high school, I used to play a lot of old English ballads and, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash yeah. kind of music. and everything. Old Cross stuff. And, oh, yeah. and just this week, because we were coming here and we could only play acoustic, I pulled this guitar out. And then I started going, hmm, maybe I'll put it in some of those open tunings. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and, um, you know lay some of those Joni Mitchell tunings oh, on us? Yeah. Oh, no, mind-bending. Or David Crosby. You know? Or David Crosby, and, yeah. And, uh, and, and Joe and I sing a lot of harmonies together. Yeah. I sing a lot of the backup vocals and some of the uh, guitar on his album. Joan, Joan is a contemporary artist. And I think that it has inspired me a lot in the last couple of albums that I put out because, you know, she has so many paintings around the house and and she, she, she knows some of those people. And we've done uh, lectures uh, at uh, colleges and universities. We went to MIT and talked about... The Barnes Foundation. And the Barnes and the... the yeah. And out to Austin. Austin. Joe, is there anything, any, anybody you're listening to that's kind of inspiring you now you know i don't have time to listen to as much as i'd like to uh-huh um actually i've been sort of getting into a lot of old uh, movies <laughs> i get into like a lot of old film noir right movies. right and, and it's amazing how many you know so i'm thinking like you know i might i don't know what i'm gonna do next you know this one was such a such a hill to climb, um, and I've got some some ideas. We're we're working on some and things. Still, I don't want to give know, it away. You did a tour of Europe last year, mm-hmm. and you're what do you what, do you, great. Have, what do you have coming? Scotland, up? England, you know, France. I, great. Now I did give some band central dates where people can come yeah. see you and hear you play. You know, we're you know when we play with Joe Bouchard, we play their hits. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> other than that, what else gives people what I what what kinds of stuff do you have coming up in 2023 where people might Either download your stuff or, or hear what you're doing. We're doing a we're show gonna, in New Jersey. We're going to be playing as a duo this year. Duo, yeah. We're doing a lot of duo shows. Uh, we've got some real an, an possible tour in September. I can't give. I can't mention anything about it because it's so uh, hush, uh, hush, hush. <laughs> but uh, that may uh, take us uh, around the world. Who knows? Last year we were the Bouchard brothers. I was one of the brothers with Joe and Albert, <laughs> and uh, it was kind of funny because yeah. they're the rockers, and I'm the, the finger picker, and I play the Strat leads, and they're playing plays, all the yeah, we acoustic guitars, acoustic guitars, and you know. And people, people, if they want to check you out, they can go to joebouchard.com, J O E B O U C H A R D dot com. It's a really yes. informative website, yeah. right? Yeah. I just updated uh, the show that we're doing. So if they want to, you know, get a link to uh, buy a ticket, they can find it on my website. Great. Well, I, I want to play a song with you. We have we have both of them on acoustic guitar, and I brought my 1966 uh, Hofner Cavern bass. But before we do, there's one story I want you to tell, Joe, which is <laughs> I always love the story about Joe's. Uh, around the time of the song "My Way Is the Highway," yes, he's in a hotel, um, the Riot House, the Riot House in L.A. area, right? It was the Hyatt House, but everybody called it the, the Riot, Riot House. House, and this is where everybody was throwing stuff out of the windows, you know, all the musicians. Crazy. And Joe is in the penthouse apartment. 
right? Like penthouse suite. Penthouse suite. In the suite right below him, below him, mind you, is John Bonham, drummer from Led Zeppelin. Joe, yeah. tell the tell the story about how well, what what it was like to be sort of almost sharing a suite with John yes, Bonham. Yes, we we heard the thump about three o'clock in the morning. There's this. It was a drum solo from Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the drum solo from Moby yeah. Dick, it was loud. It was and I say, all right, I like to stay up late, but three o'clock in the morning, no. So we called the front desk. And said, you got to tell them to stop. And they actually did. You know, I've heard stories, and it's in the book uh, of John Bonham, that uh, that he used to play drum solos next to journalists. And he'd drive them crazy with his drum solo in the middle of the night. But he stopped for us. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, hey, we're about to play live in studio. Joan Levy Hepburn, Joe Bouchard, Rob Freed. They're on acoustic <clears throat> guitars. Whoa, Steve, that came out, baby. Um, Joe, what, what, what is Burning for You? Uh, it's a great song written by our guitar player, uh, Buck Dharma. And uh, also... Um, the lyrics were by our good friend Richard Meltzer. It's a beautiful song. It's a love song. And uh, I think we'll just uh, let the music do the talking. Oh, wait. Just... That, that's going to be for the vocal. Oh, Joe, okay. Mostly Joe's vocal. All right. Hey, hey. Joe, okay. Am I supposed to have the volume off on this? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. All right. This is the campfire version. <laughs> Sitting around the campfire, this is what you do. <laughs> All right. And Rob's on the bass here. Give us a little this bottom. This is dropping, Steve. It needs to go up. Uh, yeah, you might have to pull it back a little bit. I'll just move in a little closer. Tighten it up right there. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? One, two, three.
Kikan, playing those B-sides. <laughs>